You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Oh uh, yeah, hello and welcome to the Trend Zone Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. He's Dave. I'm Casey. It's time to talk a little fantasy. <laughs> Casey, can you live this fantasy life? <laughs> Dave, it's not reality. It's just a fantasy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, guys, make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone. You'll get two Trend Zones for your money, which is no money because it's free. You get the Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show, which will help you on your survival pools and all your fantasy needs. And if reality is your thing, then the trend zone is your bag where each and every week of the NFL season, we talk the top trending stories and preview all of the games from the upcoming week. Oh yeah. It is sweet. You don't want to miss either show folks. That is the trend zone podcast available on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, Music. wherever you get your podcasts subscribe now. That's right. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and get this thing started with our Survivor Three Strikes Pool. How'd you do? I was just fine, Casey, as I took my Los Angeles Chargers to dominate on Sunday Night Football, crushing the Bears, along with 36.25%, which was, of course, the most popular of all picks. A little scary to be in that gigantic group of people, but felt pretty strong about the Chargers. If you're going to pick them at all, this was the game. Yeah, and it was a little sketchy right off the bat when they opened up with that bomb to Mooney. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, what's going on with Pageant? I jumped on the uh, Charger bandwagon, too, and it was an easy cruising to a nice victory in reality and in survival. No question about it. Casey, the most popular incorrect pick, and I'm surprised it's less than 5%, but it was Kansas City over Denver. Denver. Wow. You would have, I would have thought that would have crushed a ton of people, but yeah, uh, only only five and four and a half percent really got burned by that one. But wow, that's Oof. crazy! And the most popular picks heading into next week party over here, y'all. Cleveland over Arizona at over forty <laughs> percent. Are you kidding me? Woo. Wow! And then beating down those yeah. Bears, taking the Saints over them. Seems like it worked last week. It's probably going to work this week too. Yeah, in fact, that's the one I happen to be leaning towards right now. Saints over Bears. Kind of who's who's playing the Bears might be the <laughs> the MO here moving yeah. forward for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I think I am gonna jump on that one as well. All right, Dave, it's time. The people need to know our fantasy go back starts of the week. If you could go back and make a coaching substitution and get another player off the bench and put him in the starting lineup, would it have helped you? Casey, it would have. If I'd have gone with Dak and we were playing each other, so it was the lightning strikes against your foul boys, and I could have played Dak against you. Instead, I felt like playing Goff to beat up on the Raiders, but for some reason, they kept kicking field goals every time they got down there <laughs> instead of touchdowns, even though they dominated the Raiders. Dak over Goff would have given me plus 21. I still did win our matchup, and I was third, so I was in the money. It was on the podium, as they say. But I would have had first had I played Dak, so that would have been the big bucks. Yeah, and I'm calling some bullshit on you, Dave, because you used what? our fantasy advice against me. The headline, true. <laughs> behind surprise points from Taysom Hill, lightning strikes rally 
to beat foul boys. And I'm looking over here and I see Taysom Hill with 21.46 points. And you beat me by about 19 points. Got you with our with our with our (laughs) own mutual advice, Casey. I'm not gonna say that uh that wasn't entirely up to me. I kind of uh, percolated with our ideas together. I'm not sure which one of us was pushing Taysom last week, but I had to go for it. I've been middling around with one tight end or another uh, from week to week, and I'm going to ride out Taysom until he uh, comes up blank again for a little while here, right? Why not, dude? It's worth it, even if it's just a little bit of you know running or whatnot. It was definitely enough to beat me. Uh, my Darren Waller got hurt, and he's out, so... <sighs> Um, I might have to listen to our fantasy advice when we move into the tight end portion of the show this week. But Dave, um, I'm not sure if we're going to see him on here. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But it is time for total fantasy domination. Give me a quarterback. Yeah. Sam Howell, the guy who light it up for the uh, he's actually a free agent in our league. Uh, probably not for much longer, though. Uh, <laughs> so, light it up. Almost 400 passing yards, four pass touchdowns, just one pick and 11 rushing yards. So, Howell just completely destroying it for fantasy. Oh, yeah. And this was the guy we told you to go get, Gus Edwards, for the bank dangs. 80 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns, and 14 receiving yards for issues and giggles. <laughs> And this next one, Casey, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. You should never be foolish enough, people, to to sit there down. You're starting wide receiver if he's Hopkins. Just because there's a rookie quarterback throwing the ball to him, Hopkins lit it up for the donkey, Sean, and Tennessee. 128 yards and three touchdowns. Don't sit him on the bench, people. Come on now. I know uh, the uh, – uh... Your brother was sitting there talking about, <laughs> I'm not going to play this guy. He's got one left. <laughs> and there he proceeded. <laughs> it was right on cue. It was, it was kind of funny. You had to be there, I guess. Shortly we after there. that, a touchdown, and then another touchdown, and yet another touchdown. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Oh, and then, yeah, Taysom Hill did make this list for the lightning strikes. Doing a little bit of everything. We said scumbag those points, 44 pass yards, 63 rush yards two rushing touchdowns, and 14 receiving yards. Holy smokes, dude. Taysom, getting it done. Yeah. Could have waited a week, but you couldn't. (laughs) Could It came just at the right time, Casey. (laughs) Brutal. All right. We do run our league through NFL.com. It's a 12-team league. No PPR, no flex, three wides, two running backs, six points for a touchdown for the quarterback, as it should be but only five bench spots. You got to churn at the bottom, got to make some tough decisions, especially with bye weeks and injuries and such. But Dave, you made an amendment to the waiver, uh, the way it's run, and it's it's perfect. Yeah, the waiver type is move to last after claim never reset. So after a successful waiver claim, your team is moved to the lowest waiver priority. But if you decide not to play, take a player on waivers in a given week, then your waiver position goes up. So there's value in holding back and being a little more judicious and just deciding on taking a free agent in a given week. That way your waiver position goes up and up and up until you're number one, like this guy right here. So now if something comes down the pike, who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll grab one of our suggestions this week, Casey, and I can guarantee you I'm going to get that player if I want him. (laughs) 
That's right. Perched at that number one spot. All right, Dave. Um, let's start with the quarterback. We told uh, the people a couple names last week, and if they listened to us, it worked out. Not too bad with Gardner Minshew, uh, as well as Kyler Murray last week, guys that we recommended. Of course, Kyler Murray is uh, still off in the distance, perhaps, but obviously uh, not too far distance with the way things have transpired uh, this afternoon. So it looks like Kyler Murray will be on the, the field sooner rather than later uh, and paying dividends if you grabbed him. Yeah, and don't forget we also told them to get Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. Boom. <laughs> All right, so Dave, who are you recommending for the people this week? Yes, well, let's take a look, Casey. How about Will Levis? I mean, my gosh, nobody saw that coming. Let's be honest. I mean, the dude has a big arm. We knew that, but, I mean, jeez. And maybe it's just a one-off, but, I mean, the numbers are astounding. 238, four touchdowns, uh, running for 11 yards as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't think very many, if anyone was playing him, you would have had to have been in the really st sticky situation yeah. to be playing Levis. But moving forward, definitely looks like a guy you might want to grab a hold of and based on matchups or see how see how this thing rides out, you know, that guy lit it up, lit it up. Yeah, no doubt. And the uh, Titans on Thursday night at Pittsburgh, you would think that's crazy in the past, but this Pittsburgh defense has a lot of trouble. And Dave. I'm just going to go ahead and jump on total fantasy domination. How about Sam Howell, dude? Lit up the Eagles last week. Four touchdowns, almost 400 yards. Um, that offense looked pretty sweet last week, and that was against a, a good Eagle squad. So moving forward, um, Sam Howell might be your your play to keep, not even just getting through a bye week. Depends who you, know, you draft. In my other league, Casey, I've been riding him for like, at least three games now. I, I picked him up when he when they played the Bears. Even in that loss, he lit it up. And then moving forward, every week since then, he's performed quite well. So even though he's available in our league, not in the other league, because I got him. I already took our advice. Boom. So that's uh, right. Guys paying dividends too. All right, Dave. Let's go ahead and look at the running back position. Couple names that we uh, told the people to check out last week as well. Yeah, how about Gus Edwards, Kareem Hunt, Darrell Henderson? And Royce Freeman, both of the Rams there. But uh, highlighting this group, Casey, Gus Edwards, as we already mentioned, one of our fantasy domination players. Uh, Edwards, obviously, is is the go-to running back right now on a really good running football team that's sitting at 6-2 and two when they get out in front. They like to hand the ball off a lot, and Edwards is the dude right now cashing in on that. Yeah, all four of those guys had touchdowns last week. Pretty good. So moving forward, Dave, you got a pick for the people? Yeah, this one might be a little sketchy, Casey, but how about <clears throat> Zach Charbonnet? Maybe it's my UCLA fondness, and I would really, really like this guy and his upside. Uh, he was actually in the game a little bit more than Kenneth Walker, although touched the ball a little bit less than Walker, but he still had 53 yards uh, rushing and uh, two catches for 11 yards. Maybe just the tip of the iceberg. I don't know, but um, I like I like Charbonnet moving forward as at least part of that rotation. Yeah, dude. And how about Chuba Hubbard? He gets knocked down and he gets up again. <laughs> You're never going <laughs> to keep him down. No, um, they he's taking over that backfield for the Panthers. They brought in Miles Sanders in the offseason, and I don't know what the deal is there. He's not getting much run, and when he's been in, it's yeah. not been great. And Chuba, the last few years, when he's gotten opportunities, he has made – 
the most of them. So why not get Chuba in there doing some stuff? You got anybody else, Dave? I mean, we talked about those dudes from the Rams last week. Um, Kieran Williams might be on the men, though, and he was the go-to guy before those guys were brought back. So that might still be just a short-term deal um, with uh, Royce Freeman or Daryl Henderson Jr. Uh, another guy we mentioned at least uh, maybe two weeks ago, uh, Imari DeMarcardo uh, for the uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, uh, you know, he's the go-to guy, 20 carries uh, last week, 78 yards. So um, he's getting the, the, the opportunities. So if you're desperate there and, you know, obviously when we're in situations like now with the buy situation, uh, you might be um, scrapping here. So the, uh, consider these guys. Yeah, I think Connor and um, Williams for the cards and the Rams both have at least a week or two left on that four-week IR, if not a little bit longer. So correct. when those guys try to scumbag some points, I got an opportunity. All right, Dave, this was probably our least successful uh, recommendations out of everybody, the receiver position. But we mentioned, dude, it is slim pickings for these guys. But still, they scored points, which is not bad. Yeah. And in our league, we do have three receivers starting. So in our league in particular, uh, those uh, receivers are harder to come by. But I did mention last week Josh Downs as a guy to think about. He had seven catches, 78 yards. So um, I thought that's pretty good for a guy that you're just plugging in. Totally. And Jalen Hyatt, little ROI ahead of time. He had two for 75. Rondell Moore, not so much, but – it's tough. Sometimes you just got to get a body in there. Okay, who you got for this week, Dave? All right, Casey. This one may be a little bit of a homer g- job on my part, as I am a Charger fan. But how about Quinton Johnson, the rookie? He has been virtually invisible in this Chargers offense until Sunday night, yeah. where obviously Mike Williams is gone, but he's not coming back this season. And uh, Josh Palmer got a little banged up. They didn't have Gerald Everett. He may or may not be back next week. Johnston suddenly targeted a number of times in this game, five caches for 50 yards. Um, even though Palmer <clears throat> was out for a little bit, he was questionable, but he played pretty much the majority of the football game. Keenan Allen's out there too, but they're, it looks like they're finally incorporating Quentin Johnston. And if that continues to ramp up, then he's a guy that maybe not this week or the next week, but maybe as the season progresses, uh, could be somebody that blossoms late. And dude, it looked different with him this week. We obviously see all the charger yeah. games. So He's been out there a little bit, but he just looked like some the light went on for him. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting what's going on here. It's a little bit different. They kind of ran a, a crazy not uh, route-dependent offense there at TCU. He's finding out in the NFL, you know, you have yeah. to have discipline in your routes. He's got the body and the speed and the ability to do it. He looked pretty good on Sunday night. I definitely think there's more to come from that guy down the road. And – um. You know, might as well move over to the Saints here. Rashid Shahid, dude, this guy, definitely boomer bust, but um, he was booming last week with Derek Carr, <laughs> three for 153 right. and a touchdown. So um, maybe this week he doesn't hit and you got to wait till next. I don't know if it's in every other week, but, uh, you know, when it's so slim with the pickings out there, he's a pretty good guy to have in your stable. No question about it. And they've got the the Bears this week, who, you know, they don't get a good pass rush. So uh, mm-hmm. you never know. Could be Carr back there just picking them apart. So we'll see. Yeah. And if you're lucky enough, Demario Douglas out there for the Patriots. 
Um, we're born going down with the injury. So um, yeah. this guy might start seeing more targets moving forward. Okay, Dave, I alluded to this uh, earlier, but at the tight end position, if you listen to the dudes, you made money. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm still selling Taysom Hill, Casey. You got if he's available, folks, don't hesitate. Just grab him. If you have any spot available, whether you have a great tight end or not, I got George Kittle in in my other league. But guess what? I grabbed Taysom Hill last week in both leagues, anticipating Kittle be on bye. And boom, I'm in the money now. Let's see if if Taysom Hill can keep it going. But you know the good news is he's going to run it a couple times. He's going to throw it a couple times. He's going to catch it a couple times. I mean, all of these things add up. And if he sniffs the end zone, that's when it hits. Yeah, dude. And with uh, Williams really not being that power rusher that they brought in for and uh, Kendra Miller not getting involved, Taysom's getting some of those goal line carries with the power sweeps out of the quarterback position. So um, that's definitely some good points there. Yeah. And you know what, Dave? I'm going to go ahead and stick with Trey McBride. We talked about picking him up last week. He had 10 catches on 14 targets, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Obviously, no Josh Dobbs this week. Not sure what they're going to do there at quarterback yet, but that guy is a target machine, so uh, (laughs) you could do much worse than Trey McBride. All right, Dave, we're going to skip the kickers as we always do, but let's take a look at the defenses. Who did we tell the people last week? Uh, we had Vikings and Dolphins, and uh, well, I'm not sure how how did we do, KC, on those ones. I think we did pretty well. We did not as great as we did at Taysom Hill, but no, both defenses. But who's uh, keeping track? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got this week? Yeah, this week, um, the the matchup Minnesota at Atlanta has me kind of curious here. Uh, you know, Minnesota blitzes more than any other team in the league. So if you had uh, wanted to maybe grab Minnesota, maybe you're trying to get some sacks and uh, hopefully create some turnovers. They were on the downside of the turnover ratio, but have done a little better lately. Um, so that's one thought. And then the other side of the equation, if you wanted to go with the Atlanta Falcons defense, you know, Minnesota is definitely going to have a new quarterback. They obviously acquired Josh Dobbs. Will it be Dobbs with a very, very limited amount of work or will it be Jaron Hall? Uh, the rookie quarterback. So either way, uh, it looks like a pretty tasty matchup for that Atlanta defense uh, there as well. Yeah, Vikings BT Dubs had an interception and two forced fumbles last week. 20 points. Not too bad. Dave, you're never going to yeah, believe the words coming out of my mouth on this defense. (laughs) But how about the Las Vegas Raiders? Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They're going up against the Giants who have had trouble uh, scoring points and the Raiders against a very good Detroit team on Monday night, a pick six, a sack and two forced fumbles. And they have a very, very angry Max Crosby looking to take it out on an opposing team. I love that dude's motor, dude. That cat. Absolutely relentless. Is he not? Yeah. Yeah. And he broke love watching him fingers. Justin, Her- Justin Herbert's finger, he broke it. Yeah. What's next? Raider. What a Raider. Yeah, he didn't mean what to. Beast. But that dude is a stud. Oh, man. Sure. Good, good stuff, Dave. Want to let the people yep. know, make sure you subscribe to the Trend Zone podcast. You get the Extronomical, and you get our full-size Big Brother Trend Zone podcast 
all the top trending stories and a preview of all the games in the NFL. That is the Trend Zone Podcast, available now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Or just head on over to footballdudes.com, and we'll help you dominate your fantasy league and your reality as well, Casey. Dude, we got the dudes have the dudes taken care of. That's what we do, people. <laughs> oh, hey, Dave, you want to see my um, Halloween costume real quick? Check it out. Oh, yeah. I'm a nerd. Oh, shit. Cool. Wow. Nerd. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for the astronomical fantasy show. We're not the suits to talk football. We're the dudes that know football. And may your fantasy and reality meld into one astronomical football weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody. Catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.